Crazy Town Podcast. I'm Jonas. And I'm TNT Dynamite, the explosive one. Let's crack into another one. TNT Dynamite, do you know who John Mellencamp is? Oh, uh, dude. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <sighs> and everything looks so complete. Yeah. When you're walking out on the street. Here's a little ditty about Jack and Diane. Here's a little ditty about Jack. Yeah. So, you know, he's I like a, J.C. Mellon K. He's a, he's a famous See. rock star from the 80s, right? The like, fa- whoa, whoa, whoa. Famous is a little much, but yes. He okay. was super big in the 80s. Okay, fine. He so, was, he was a, but a, he's known for being a rock star. Sure. Crowds. Partying, like whatever. Is he doing a song with Sexy Red? Yes. Yes. <laughs> their, their duet is coming out this week. It's called... Pound me to pink houses. <laughs> like t- it's like Taylor Swift and Ice Spice. I get it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with so, it. So he did a show. I want to say this was in Cleveland. Okay, and when there was so- he was he played at Playhouse Square, uh-huh. which is more of like a theater than a venue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been there. People had posted that like the venue had signs in the lobby that warned this show respects theater etiquette. Oh, so shut up. So, like, when he came out in the early part of his set, he he said, I don't like people screaming from the effing audience. And he said, somebody yelled out to him, play the effing music. And he said, listen, hey, you guys, if these people don't shut the F up, I'm going to leave, okay? Okay. He said, because I'm not used to this crap. Look, if I wanted to play in this type of drunken environment, I'd play outside or in an arena. It's coming from a rock star from the 80s. Yeah. 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 So. So what was he? Wait. Hold. Okay. So so. he he wants to play shows now with like, he's like a boomer. He just wants everyone to be like, clap, 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 clap. So was he going for like an uncut thing? Like, I just feel like he, he. marketed it bad but they said that happened at another show too so that's like his new style he's like he wants to he wants like everything to be like mtv unplugged just like look honestly i respect that if that's the art that you want to put out you know you want to get up there with an electric acoustic (laughs) i'm perfectly fine with that and you want to sing your songs and you want it to be like a chill sesh and have little conversations with the crowd hey how you doing tonight you know like like like, let me tell you guys a little story back in 86 when i was touring with rat and honestly, you could probably get that if you did smaller venues. And or I, said it's a it's a put it out as a whatever tour, right? But like, it is kind of a weird vibe for the type of music that you have. Like I'm gonna want to sing the song along with the song playing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like I mean, it's you go like, to a rock show and ask the fans not to drink and not to like scream and cheer. Like exactly. Like aside from a uh, journey, like if I hear. Oh yeah, life. I'm singing that. You're not. I'm not. I'm not. You're not gonna tell me not to sing that when I hear that. Oh, let it rock. Let it roll. I'm singing that. Yeah, I'm dude. singing that every single time. All right. No, I feel you. Don't tell me not to sing. So like, I'm a little torn because I was like, weird. man, that's kind of. I don't know if I like. Do I support that? I, I I support it, but you gotta market it better, man. You gotta market it different. You gotta pick the venue that's proper. There's people that you pay to do this stuff. Like, honestly, yeah, those people probably paid a hundred dollars a seat because he's yeah. like old and, you know, concerts aren't cheap anymore. And like you said, he had it at the Playhouse Square and he had it and he said respects theater etiquette. So I feel like he tried to convey it. But maybe like uh, if you're going to tour in a theater sesh, like you're like doing a play. Yeah, you should market it as John Cougar Mellencamp unplugged 
quiet tour or something. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That is all that I am saying. And I mean, I don't know what the quiet tour. And then a little description. It's just it's it's just John Cougar Mellencamp and a guitar. Acoustic guitar, he has like three black women singing in the back. <laughs> like doing harmonies in the do. back. They're wearing dashikis because that's just some shit that they all do. Um, <laughs> but yeah. They're humming and stuff, like the different octaves. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, no, no. I feel yeah, you. and it would have been, and I respect that. I would like to see a John Mellicamp show like that. I feel like that would be a unique experience, and that's feeling like a space that you don't generally see. When you when you're talking about a musician, no, and, you're right. Yeah, and I, for and sure. And when you think about it, the success of MTV Unplugged, was because that it gave that different vibe. So I feel like there is a market for it. Oh, absolutely. But you gotta market it better. You gotta make it be known. You can't that just- ask a bunch of hillbillies to come to your show and not tell them that it's not a regular concert. Yeah, and then even still, you're and they get yeah. mad at him because yeah. they're like, "Woo, play blue, play pink houses." Yeah, and he's like, "Shut up, or I'm leaving." Yeah, that's a little much. Excuse me. That's a little much. Like if you're like effing play the effing music for one thing. <laughs> I mean, you're not come wrong. out to a song and then start the conversation. Yeah, he I come, don't know. I don't out know. Strumming his old guitar. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's very hard to get that off as as a popular musician because, like I said, when people hear "Oh yeah, life goes on," they're gonna want to sing that, and you can't tell a bunch. You can't tell a thousand. You can't tell a hundred. You can't tell five people what the fuck to do. So, <laughs> no, you can't. So I don't. And if you know. tell them not to, they're going to be more apt to do it. Yeah, everyone's got like that defiance. Yeah, like, there's, there's always going to be that one person that wants to scream out to the comic and yeah. become a part of the show. Yep. Woo! That's all it takes. I see we got drunk people in the crowd tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got drunk people, high people, stressed people. There's probably at least one killer. Wow. Uh, Is that every comedy show? There's one murderer in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's I feel a- like there's at least one murderer like everywhere I go. Honestly. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's talk about this a little more. Okay. Tell that's me about your murder. Your murder. I figure when, when I go to the grocery store. I figure that there's at least one person that has murdered somebody in that grocery store. I feel like there's a good chance. Is there that much murder? I feel like there's a lot of murder, man. And I'm not even saying like two people out of like the hundred people there, but I'm saying like one person out of that hundred wait, wait, has definitely killed somebody. If, if that's the case, you're, you're yeah. saying there's like that many unsolved murders because if they were murderers, they'd be in jail. Uh, so I, it's like mystery murders. There's there's a million mystery murders. More than that. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you go to the bank and then you go to a convenience store. You just came across two mystery murders that haven't been caught yet. Or maybe, they committed, maybe they committed it when they were younger and they served their time and now they're working at the HEB. I don't ah. know if that's a solid plan. I, I'm, I'm, or maybe what, they what did something across. Maybe they did something across state lines and now they're working at the HEB. Maybe they grew up in Mexico and they were trying to get away from a life of organized crime. And they had to take out a couple guards just across the border and now they're working at the HEB. Yeah. So I feel like every time you go to HEB, you feel in danger. Um, no, I don't feel like I'm in danger because I feel like, you know, like the person's probably an ex murderer. It's our second life. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like, look, dude. Uh, okay, so fine. I'm a doctor. I got to go to the HEB. I'm a, I'm a school teacher. I have to go to the HEB. I'm a murderer. I have to go to the, you know, everybody has to go. It's common ground. It's common space. Everybody has to get food in their house. So everybody from every walk of life is going to meet, meet there, be there. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, 
Uh, yeah, I don't feel like the murderer's like looking for somebody to murder in the cold cuts. I would be willing to acquiesce and meet you partway and say every time you go in somewhere, there is a con- convicted criminal in there. Yeah, well, yeah, 100%. Not necessarily for murder, but like for something. A convicted... Like assault or... Somebody has a record? Somebody has a record <laughs> oh, yeah. in any store you go to. Dude, I feel like in this, ap- <laughs> in this apartment... <laughs> In this apartment, excuse me, inside the crazy town compound, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely a convicted criminal everywhere. I feel like, uh, I, but I do feel like the propensity for violence is definitely a lot more people I mean, than you're given credit for. I don't know if there's that many. Mur- uh, I don't, I don't know, know man. man. Like, I don't know. How many how many murders happen a year in America, Jonas? Um, I don't know. I gotta Google it. I feel like if there's, I feel like half the population is being killed off every day. <laughs> no, that's not it. But there's a ton, man. I mean, we don't we live in a in one of the capitals for it too. If you really think about it, like I know there's got to be a lot of, of murders and. Um. Let's see here. What state has the most murders? No murder rate by country. Twenty twenty three. Okay. And so it's only for part of the year. So All right. But uh, still the United States. There we are at the top of the list. Top 10 countries with murder rates Come per, per 100K. People. Come on, America, baby. We're not in the top 10 per per per. We're not in the top no. 10? No. Oh, because we're not North Korea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or China. I wish it just, I wish it just had a Or thing. Iraq. I don't know. Where's the United States for? Or Russia. Like, I don't think nearly... I mean, this year, there's a ton of... Been a ton of mass murders, right? Like, or Mexico. Murder rate by state. It's gotta be, yeah. I just named off, like, seven. Per 100K. I can't do the math. 100K? <clears throat> per, yeah. So... All te- right. So, there, Texas... Is, yeah. actually, is it pretty low? Is Texas down here? The highest murder per capita in the United States is Mississippi. Really? 20.5 out of 100K. Jeez. In Louisiana, which is right next to it, 19.9. Really? Per 100K. Oddly enough, right next to it is Alabama, which is 14.100K. Ah. So those three states, it's just like the murder capital of the world right there. And Florida sits underneath them. Yeah. So right there ah. is there's almost 55 per 100K murdered okay that's a bad place to be (laughs) texas is seven 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 point six people per hundred k okay and with with, i think that ohio's 9.9 9.1 and you know what i could actually see that with the the open gun laws here everyone's like like, i ain't gonna try to pull a gun like you never know everybody's packing when everybody's packing everybody starts acting right you know yeah so i don't know but that's all time we have today's episode go to crazy for jonas tnt oh yeah